Hey everybody, it's Jay White from Get Copywriting Clients. Welcome to the Get Copywriting Clients podcast. Got a great episode for you today. Hopefully you've been checking out my previous episodes. If you want, if you're a copywriter, freelance writer, you want to get more clients, you want to get them fast, you want to get them easily, uh, I highly suggest that you um, click the subscribe button, get on the subscription to this and find out when I'm posting new episodes because I'm doing this pretty darn frequently. (laughs) And uh, I would love for you to listen. I'd love to help you get more clients, make more money as a copywriter. Okay. Um, If you don't know me, I'm Jay White. I'm from uh, Email Copy Made Easy over at AWAI, uh, one of their best-selling products. That is uh, my my thing there. Very happy to help uh, other copywriters write better emails, get more opens, more click-throughs. And I've been writing for about 20 years. Uh, I've been a copywriter uh, in radio, in in catalog, um, uh, print, uh, billboard, TV, you name it, I've written it. And I've uh, been a freelancer for about 12 years now and uh, loving it. And I've uh, got some high-profile clients, Alex Mondozin, Rich Sheffron, uh, Jay Abraham, Brian Clark, um, Jeff Walker. So a lot of people in the internet marketing community have used my services, made a lot of money off of what I've written for them. And now I, uh, I, co- I coach and uh, speak and uh, help others uh, in their to be better copywriters and to market themselves better. This podcast is specifically uh, about getting more clients. And today I want to talk about using email as a way to get clients. And a lot of people call this cold emailing, which you can, but um, I'm not going to go into cold emailing per se today, uh, even though I'm a big fan of it. And you're going to hear stuff on that later. But um, what I want to talk about today is actually getting your emails open. Okay. So I've got two simple subject line strategies that I want to share with you today that I have used over the years to get a whole lot of emails open, get a whole lot of clicks, make a whole lot of money for my clients and for my own products and services. And I want to share those with you today. But let me kind of uh, take you back a little bit. I was talking to one of my copywriting coaching students, which I have several programs uh, uh, where I help copywriters personally and in a group setting. Um, and, uh, they were asking the question and, you know, this is what I always get this question from just about every copywriter that I coach. I say, now, Jay, when I'm emailing a prospective client and looking for work, what type of subject lines get the most opens? And, uh, again, you know, I was like, okay, because I've heard this question about a million times, you know, um, but let's face it, you know, if your hire me emails aren't getting open, then your messages aren't getting read. And your, your uh, you know, calls to action aren't getting uh, clicked through or, or clicked on, or, you know, they're not reaching out to you. They're not uh, coming back to you and saying, yeah, let's, when can we talk? If they can't open the email or if they're not interested in opening the email, then all the rest of the stuff just goes down the drain. All that work, all that research, all that prospecting, all that strategy into the email, bam, down the toilet before it even have, had a chance. So. Needless to say, subject lines are a really important part of your marketing emails, okay? Um, Again, it all starts there. If they don't open, they never see your message. But what is the best way to write a subject line to get maximum engagement? Now, there's a lot of different opinions out here. I understand that. 
But, you know, I've written hundreds of different emails for dozens of clients in dozens of niches over the years. Been doing this for 20 years going on now, I believe, or actually over 20 years. And I have found two things that I can typically rely on to generate more opens regardless of the niche, regardless of the message, regardless of who it's going to. Okay. And regardless of the product, right? So here's the secret. And with these strategies, all right, it's not about the words, it's how the words are presented, okay? A properly structured subject line can elicit more responses than your run-of-the-mill, you know, header. And here's two easy easy subject line structure tips I'm going to hand you right now that you can implement. You can literally plug them in to your marketing emails now or the emails that you're writing for clients and help boost your opens and get you more let's talk responses, okay? Here's the first one. I like to ask a question in my subject lines, okay? I like to ask a question in my subject lines if I can, and here's why. Since we were toddlers, we have all been conditioned to respond to questions. If the teacher says, who has the answer, we raise our hand, right? From kindergarten on up through, you know, college, if, if, if you, you're headed that way right? If we're asked something, we automatically reciprocate. Now, you know, yeah, we can raise our hands or uh, if if we're asked something, we automatically recipro- reciprocate in a verbal manner. I have the answer. Yes. You know, what is two plus two? Four. Okay. Or in a mental way, if somebody asks us a question, the mental part of it clicks in, we answer it in our head or, you know, in a variety of other ways, but it's how we're built. When we're asked questions, we typically want to reciprocate. We typically want to answer. So why not utilize this same technique in an email? I have found that reshaping a subject line into a question tends to drive more opens. If your subject line is a question, there's that natural human tendency to follow that with either answering or looking for an answer, right? And where does that answer lie? Of course, inside the email. And it can only be accessed by opening. Now, I call this, for lack of a better term, the National Enquirer effect, okay? Once a question is posed, we've got to know the skinny. You know, we are, it's a National Enquirer nation. We've got to know what's up. Um, there's a reason why, you know, those magazines are on the checkout counters at Walmarts um, all over the country, because they sell by the millions every week using this same technique, using these little questions, these, you know, who is... JLo dating now, you know, the brand, you know, Brangelina falling apart question, you know, all this kind of stuff that they throw out there and it makes people grab and it makes people open and they've got to know, we've got to know. So they'll do anything to find out what the answer to that question is, such as open an email to get it. Okay. Do you see where I'm going? They entice all the looky-loos with lots of these question-based headers in these magazines that demand you to open to find out more. And they do in droves. That's why these things sell millions every single week. And that's why they're right there at the checkout counter because the profit level on those things uh, um, are massive. And, uh, you know, Walmart wants to sell as many of those things as they can. And they just keep cranking them out, cranking them out, cranking them out. So, Ask a question in your subject line, watch your open rates go up, okay? Now, obviously, the question has to be answered in the email, right? So if you, if you ask some sort of question in the subject line, you've got to have that, 
You got to close that loop. You've got to, you know, uh, uh, um, wrap things up nicely inside the email by providing the answer. I don't know how many times I've gotten emails from students who, um, uh, um, are either writing to, to, to try to get more clients using email or writing for a client. And they, you, they ask the subject line or they ask a question in the subject line and I'm reading the email and critiquing it for them. And they go, and I'm like, Hey, this is great. There's just one thing missing. Uh, you didn't answer the question. And the reader will know if you pose a question and force them to open, to answer that question, and then you don't deliver, man, they're going to know. And that's going to, uh, uh, take your chances of getting the call to action uh, responded to down significantly. Okay. So ask a question, make sure you answer it in the email. Now, the second thing um, I like to use an ellipsis in my subject lines. And the, if you don't know what an ellipsis is, it's the three little dots that you see at the end of a sentence or some sentences, right? It's those three little dots that you see, um, that tend, that tend to make the reader think there is more to this statement. There is more to the story. There is more going on in the next line, right? It's a little bit of a pause. It's a little bit of a, Hey, there's, a, you know, if you go to the next line, it's going to have, there's even cooler stuff down there, right? Now this follows along the same lines as the question tactic, but with a cool little twist. Um, uh, you know, it indicates, again, it indicates that there's more to the story, something else that's left to say or reveal that can only be found on this next line. So in an email format, the typical reader's reaction when they see those three little dots is to follow them and look for the next line. And when those dots are at the end of a subject line, where do you think the reader will typically want to go next? Right. The body of the email, which must be opened to be examined. Okay. So when you leave out that little connect or when you, when you uh, slide in that little connector there, those little three dots, dot, 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 right. Um, it is so effective. I love the ellipsis. I love using the ellipsis. It is so simple to do yet. It gives that reader that extra little push to get to the next line, to open the email, to actually engage with it. And the reader has no idea that they're being lured so to speak, into the email. They just do what they've always been trained to do when they see one of those powerful little doodads. They follow it, right? Now, a word of warning here, because the ellipsis can be very powerful in subject lines and in the email copy itself to connect ideas, to keep people moving through the email, to keep them from stopping and deleting. Um, however, when you use the ellipsis too much, then it turns into something completely different, okay? The ellipsis tends to indicate in the mind of the reader a, a bit of a pause. You know, when you see the dot, 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 it's a little bit of a pause before it gets to the next line. It's almost like a comma, but it's almost like a comma on steroids, right? So when you slide those in too much, then all of a sudden your email starts to look like this when somebody's reading it. Okay, you see what I did there? I pause. Those are places where somebody might slide an ellipsis in. And when that happens, you get an email that's all choppy and not connected like this one. You know, and so all of a sudden the flow, the rhythm, the, and the natural um, innate uh, uh, nature of an email to just slide from headline all the way down or subject line all the way down to the call to action as easily as possible 
goes away because it's all, all of a sudden it turns into all these choppy little things that with all these forced pauses in there, the ellipsis, and uh, it just turns into a mess. It's hard to read. It's not natural to read that kind of thing. So a reader won't stick with it. They simply won't, uh, no matter how good the copy is. Okay. So put them in very strategic places. When you're looking to connect, maybe one block in the next, when you're looking to keep somebody going, you know, uh, through the email, but don't just slide them in willy nilly, as we say. Okay. However, in the subject line, they do really, really good to help boost open rates. Okay. So two things, asking a question, using an ellipsis. Those two things are going to help you get more emails open when you're marketing yourself or when you're writing for other clients. So next time you're struggling with the subject line, take what you've got, rework it into a question or maybe add an ellipsis to the end and then watch what happens. All right, look at it first and make sure it's good. Make sure it works, okay? And then watch what happens. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised uh, by what you see. Now, of course, there's more to subject lines, right, than just the format and there's more to marketing yourself as a copywriter than just shooting off a few emails and holding your breath while you wait for response or, or for a response, which may or may not come. I mean, let's be honest, right? Not everybody's going to want to hire you if you send them an email and say, hey, here I am. Here's what I do. Um, but if you want a ready-made, done-for-you marketing solution to help you get clients as quickly as next week, then you need to check out my Copy Leads Now program because and you need to check it out pretty quickly because right now I'm giving away 10 copywriting job leads every weekday, absolutely free to whoever wants them. You just go to copyleadsnow.com, sign up, and I'll send them, send your first ones uh, as soon as tomorrow, uh, depending on when you get in them, get in on the uh, program. Okay. You get a Monday through Friday, 10 new ones every single day. Um, you know, you don't see something you like on Monday, just look at Tuesday's list. Uh, cause here comes another fresh list full of copywriting job leads in all kinds of copywriting niches and in copywriting specialties. Okay. There's going to be something in there that's going to hit you right where you live. And you're going to be like, Oh, this is the perfect job. And you may not have found that if you had been, you know, if you had missed going into Indeed or, or, or Simply Hired or one of these copy, you know, big job aggregator sites, I let me do the work for you. I go in, I find all the remote-based stuff, okay? This is not in-house stuff. These are all remote-based jobs, and I put them together for you. And all you need to do is sign up, and I'll just send you these things every day, okay? That's, and now think about it. That's 10 copywriting leads a day, 50 a week, 200 a month, guys, 200 leads a month delivered to you on a silver platter and you don't have to do anything except sign up to get them. Okay. If you want that copy leads now is the place to get that. All right. That is it for today, folks. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you, uh, um, um, signing up to get these uh, notifications on new podcast episodes. Please do that. Uh, I got a lot of stuff to share with you. A lot of stuff to share with you. Remember copy leads now is the place to find those leads and I will talk to you again soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.